What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, Lionel Messi is departing from Barcelona. Team USA is coming back from Tokyo with the gold medals. Jalen gets paid. We do a little stock up, stock down, talk some NFL, and Eagleson is back. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Don't look now, fam, but the fight in Phillies are charging, but that's not what we're here to talk about. And so is NBA Top Shot. People gave up. They gave up, right, Jack? Who are those people, Abe? Me. <laughs> me. Losers. Listen, I bought a CP moment, got a little excited. You told me it was a goodbye. It was at the time. There was a point where I was up money on it. And then I went down a lot. But don't look now because that thing is climbing. You've had some climbing. fun. You've had some fun with Top Shot the last few days, I've noticed. Yeah, Top Shot is I don't want to say it's back, but it's having a nice run right now, and it's because whatever, the product is moving in the right direction. They're at Summer League, they sent people to the finals. There's just a lot of good signs and Everything is more fun when Top Shot is pumping. Our moment that we have is now listed for a million dollars. So I told, I tweeted to the universe, I tweeted, um, LeBron, you know, you can go ahead and buy it now that they raised the max limit. It was 250K, now it's a million. So I'm assuming he'll do that. It was a long weekend. He was resting, hanging with family and friends. He'll probably handle that on Monday. Um, I have an idea. I don't think, I don't think we should sell though. I have an idea. Here's your chat, Snapback fam. We're going to do a giveaway-ish. Nope. Contest. Sweepstake? I don't know. So the Mark, the our LeBron moment, um, the Kobe tribute dunk, serial number 23, jersey match, is up on the market for a million dollars. Well, fam, have you ever wanted to come on the Snapback podcast and be a guest? Now's your chance. If you log on to NBATopshot.com and buy our moment for a million dollars, Jack and I will be happy to have you on the pod. So that that's the rules. Go on Top Shot, buy our moment for a million dollars. I don't care how you get the money, illegal, legal, whether you crowd <laughs> crowdfund it. But if you buy the moment for a million dollars off me and Jack, we'll be happy to have you on the pod. And then I only you, want to sell it to LeBron. And then once you do buy it, when you do come on the podcast, all we're going to do is just be on YouTube the entire time watching the highlight and making fun of you anyway for buying that. <laughs> But if you want to come on the pod, go ahead and buy our moment. Okay. All right. Cheap price. I mean, you got to know your worth, know your value. How right? much, That's... how bad, how bad do you want to be on this podcast? Yeah, we'll see. We'll put the fam to the test. Uh, we'll have other opportunities on the pod, but that's the current one presented by Abe. <laughs> on to Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is leaving Barcelona after a very long, since, you know, his entire playing days began. He will be going to PSG to join the ranks with Kylian Mbappe and Neymar. The what? Apparently, he join, join the what? The, the ranks. ranks? Yeah, the likes. A nickname? I don't. I don't. No, no, no. That like you join the ranks. Like when you join the army, I think you join the ranks. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong though. Probably um, wrong. I'm normally wrong. 
but he reportedly wanted to take a 50% pay cut, which let's just put things in perspective. That meant a three-year deal cutting that from $680 million to $340 million. (laughs) Must be nice. And apparently they still could not afford him. He has to leave. He does the press conference. He's in tears. That was his home. That was his family. That was his club for the past 20 some years. It's his entire life. It's crazy, but it is not the first time that we've seen a superstar leave. What is eventually their home? Uh, Messi, Ronaldo, LeBron, Brady, Manning. It happens. And the common theme with all those guys, they bring titles elsewhere, which is crazy to think about. Now Messi goes to PSG. Abe, apparently you have thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, well, soccer, in my opinion, super teams are killing soccer, right? You have Mbappe, you have Messi, and you have Neymar. Now fill me in. I know Messi is the second greatest player of all time behind Ronaldo. But where does he rank now? Like, if you rank the top players in the world now, he's not one, is he? He could rank anywhere from one to five. Soccer's a big thing with form. It's actually, like, it's interesting. When when a player in the NBA has a bad stretch of games, it's very rare, right? Like, that, that one of the best players would go five to ten games not score, you know, like, not having great games within that. Um, in soccer, it's, like, a well-known thing. Like, form is a factor. So, like, when a player's playing really well, that's taken into account by soccer fans. So, the way they kind of move the world rankings is is very volatile throughout a season. He could be anywhere from the best player in the world to the fifth best player in the world at, at different points of the season. Well, he also is bringing us our cap of the week because I caught a little bit of Lionel's, we'll call him Lionel, his press conference in which he said, I offered to reduce my salary by 50%. I did everything I could. Cap, you didn't try 75%. You didn't try 80%. You didn't do everything you could. So I understand you want to, you want your market value and like you're doing your club a favor by taking 50% of what another team was. But don't say you did everything you could when you clearly didn't. Yeah, I don't know if that would qualify as cap. Oh no, it is. He, he totally he totally lied. But but you're saying he's lying on like a technicality of he yeah he could have played for zero dollars, but like that's not a realistic. I didn't say thing. zero. I said Jack, if this man took seventy five percent pay cut, he's getting a hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow, good math. Proud. Of I you. I just pulled that out of my head. I have okay. no idea what he makes. I, yeah. Well, I I gave you the numbers. I said six eighty down to three forty. <laughs> what <laughs> over three years three years yeah three now, years he was good he was offered 680 million dollars you know how in corporate america like when you were once involved and now you're unemployed like you would get a twice a week you would get a paycheck on every friday or saturday or such yeah. is that the same thing in sports like do they get a paycheck every day i know they get game checks and stuff like that I think it's different. I think it is. You get your game checks and you might get different offseason money. And I know there's like bonuses that hit on certain days. I don't think it's the bi-weekly Friday paycheck. Like, but if it is and every Friday. What does that thing look like? <laughs> every Friday you're fucking messy and it's just a milli in the account. You know like, what else I – I'm trying to think. Nah, it just would don't, be, don't even – don't even No, on a, all right. On a three-year six. $180 million deal. So it'd be you get a hundred and four pay. No. Yeah. 104 paychecks a 
Yes. And yeah. he'd be making 220. It would be $2 million every Friday in his two, account. Every two Fridays. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know what else I have a question about? How money, big money works in the sports world? Like, the NBA is not going on right now, but tons of players that weren't in free agency are under contracts. Are they getting paid throughout the summer? I don't like, think from so. From their teams? Uh, I, I would actually imagine they do. I don't know how it works, though. Right? I feel like I really next don't. next guest we have, I would like to dive into his financials, both pre- and post-taxes. <laughs> and find out how much he's got in Venmo for us. First, first question, what is your social security number? <laughs> So no, that doesn't help. You need the bank info login. I feel like social security. At least that's so. I never that's like really... how you scam people. That's not right. That's what we can do. You know what? I actually like never really knew what a social security number was. I know it's super private, but to me, I always thought it's just like your social security number is the key to your life. Like if someone gets a hold of that, they can do whatever they want with your identity, your financials, everything. But like, what actually is it? It's the number that you're identified by do you think there's like a one like what's yours for what's yours not... what's yours for instance <laughs> i think they're all 11 digits or whatever it is nine so digits. is there a zero 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 until and then there's one? a zero yeah, zero zero I, I would imagine so what, i just want to know like what's your so what jersey number are you how savage is it that they they probably have to recycle the numbers right like if someone well, no there's infinite way. numbers no it's the same thing with phone numbers, right? But they they'll replace phone numbers too. And like, so do is there a is there a big list that like AT and T Verizon like cross reference their phone numbers? You know what I mean? Like, does Verizon like how would they know that an AT and T number isn't already in use? And who generates that? And if everyone if people just keep getting like someone just got born, congratulations, you just had your first seventh ninth kid. Like, is that just the next number of social securities? No. Do you automatically it's, it's do you automatically like, get one? Like when you're leaving the hospital and you you're a child, like do your parents hand in a card and say, Here's a social security, or you have to like reach a certain age where you earn a social security number? I don't know the answer to that actually. We got a lot we got a lot to figure out. First let's get, let's get someone <laughs> let's get an NBA player and a somebody's financial and, advisor. And yeah, and somebody that works for the IRS and we'll have okay. a, a group think. Perfect. Uh, speaking of the IRS, Team USA brought home the gold. That's a taxable event. Imagine that. Uh, Kevin Durant has now gone 30, 30, and 29 in three gold medal games. He just signed a four-year extension with the Brooklyn Nets. Most likely would be able to play in a fourth gold medal game in the next four years, or in four years, rather. Team USA, they lose game one to France of the tournament, lose two exhibition games, come back around, and end up winning the entire thing. Did you get a chance to see the game? By yeah, any? no, I was at a bar and it was on, and it was so funny how many people were like actually pretending to care about it. Like, you haven't watched a minute. You don't care about this. It's Olympic basketball. And you know what else is annoying now? Now, like, it's all over social media, whether it's Draymond, it's Kevin Durant, all these guys that are on the team are doing like, and I told you so, Tor, like, or like we did it and when we've battled adversity. No, you didn't. I you mean just, they did. And oh. and it wasn't there were takes that Colin Coward said they weren't gonna get a medal. Uh Perkins, I mean, that doesn't really count. But there were people who, who were doubting them. Um I was more on the boat of like the world is catching up. They need to play well. Uh they took care of business. And by the way, Kevin Durant is hilarious. Draymond was being hilarious. 
they looked like they had a ton of fun. And the most important player who I would imagine going into next season is going to get a ton of respect. Drew Holiday, just like you win the NBA Finals 17 days ago, 17 days later, you win a gold medal and are just so impactful on both sides of the ball. That's your boy. That's your boy. He started the process. He, he was move number one of the process, trading him for none other than the $30 million man, Nerlens Noel. But the, the thing that I'm most excited about with the Olympics being over is now Damian Lillard. I need, you know, that Twitter doesn't work in Tokyo. Yeah, I heard now that. Damian, when Damian gets back to the States, let's assume he's hanging around Tokyo today, taking it all in one last time. He comes back tomorrow and he'll log on Twitter and he'll find out that Cody Zeller is headed to Portland to turn <laughs> the Trailblazers franchise around. And even I just saw a report that Damian Lillard tried recruiting Wave Poppy, Kelly Oubre to the Ooh, Trailblazers. Down bad. Like, Dame, Dame is asking for Kelly Oubre, and you can't do that for him. We're on Dame Watch over here. We're on we Dame are, Watch. We are on Dame Watch. And, and the irony to the whole thing is, I think you guys are in a prime spot right now because I, I everyone has just tied themselves up with the cap. The Knicks can't make the right move to get him. The Heat can't really make the right move to get him. And now a lot of the targets for Dame are limited and Portland made no moves. No, they it signed would, Cody Zeller. I just told I, you. I would almost go as far to say as like it's Philly's like – like it would be a loss if you don't land Damian Lillard. It would be a, a – like – I think you guys should be favored to end up with Damian Lillard. Yes. And if you're doing your little diabolical, I'm not, I'm getting, getting, getting my hopes up, even though my hopes are way past where you're trying to get them up to so that you can crush them when he either stays in Portland or goes to like fucking Denver or something. That's not going to work. All right. I'm being serious. Like they should get Dame. There's, And and, and we all think it's a coincidence that Damian Lillard posted a post Olympics Instagram with, Matisse Thibel. I do think that's a coincidence because I don't. It was they're, just they're, like a, they're not friends. I promise you, they're not friends. Well, Dame's a rapper. Matisse is a is a vlogger, and like maybe they're you know trying to set up a YouTube did fight. You, did you just try and just take two hobbies and push push them together and say that it <laughs> they're doesn't... content creators, bro? Man. They're <laughs> talking. They're talking about the real the real estate market in both Portland and Philadelphia, and giving each other tips for when the other person is living in their city. That's you all said that they're that not is. friends. Is that something they would do? It's just you know, all right. We're gonna need a real estate agent. Co- we're gonna need co-workers. someone from the IRS, and we're gonna need an NBA player. Eagle said, there, you "There is a net flying around in my face this entire episode." I do think Dame should should probably go to Portland. I'm curious or go to the Sixers. When do we think stuff will start to go? Because you know this NBA investigation for teams who were. <laughs> Oh my God, there were teams talking before six o'clock. Holy crap. Um, that's going to go on. And then like, how soon, Abe? How soon till Dame's a sixer? Jack, stop doing this to me, man. Stop doing I'm, this to I'm me. I'm asking. You would know. Like, what is the... So the season... The, well, there was a report today that the goal is not necessarily to trade Ben Simmons, but to land Damian Lillard. Whoever wrote that, I'll have what he's having. What does that mean? Is it like implying I, that they wouldn't have to give up Ben? I think that's what they're trying to say. Okay. I wasn't really sure if they were just like, look, we're more focused on getting Dame, less focused on trading Ben. Not that we would expect to get Dame without giving up Ben, but 
The goal is to get Dame and then figure out the rest from there. Yeah, That's so how Dame, I took it. Dame will be a sixer. Let's say the training camp probably starts at the end of this month, September, maybe middle of September because the season starts at the end of October. I don't think Dame's going to pull a hard in and get all fat in a two-week span and go to little baby concerts. But I think he'll do think it in it's a perf- dub baby. No, it's little baby. There, Is there's there multiple babies. Yeah, duh, I thought Lil. he's friends with dub baby. He's friends with little baby, who's way better. Is he? Lil, yeah, I thought dub baby's better. Nah, little baby's. The Isn't the baby on levitating with Dua Lipa? Yeah, pop star Dua Lipa with the baby. That's yeah, what but I'm hey, we can't. The baby got canceled. Yeah, yeah so. all right, canceled. No, canceled. no, no, the baby talk. But yep. um, Dame will be a Philadelphia 76er. Before opening night. Before okay. opening night. All right. and so you're leaving a timeline. All right. All right. Fair play. Fair play. Before opening um, night. Opening night in Buffalo for the next six years will star Joshua Allen the third. Six year deal, two hundred and fifty. Eighty something million dollars six, or something. Six year and Lionel Messi's two month paycheck. <laughs> right. I don't know. Eagleson, give me the stats on the con. I don't have it pulled up. All I know is what Tom Brady made in the first 21 years of his career in salary. That's what Allen is going to make in his new deal, which is nuts to think about. Inflation is alive and well. Park those USD in Top Shot and NFTs. Um, Did you hear? Th- oh, shit. Did you hear that? Hear what? No, it's just the window slamming shut in Buffalo. <laughs> just, oh my God. Wow, that was crazy. No, I think I think they got this year. But my question is for you, what what are the Ravens waiting for? I don't know. I right? maybe maybe they were looking for Allen to set the market because he, I was actually yeah I he actually did. didn't think the contract was like like I thought Mahomes's was more ridiculous right like they gave him a decade deal um so i think they were trying to figure out what what do you do with these new age guys in terms of years guarantee money and, and overall money josh allen had a better season ends up actually beating lamar in the playoffs but someone pointed out like realistically you give them you know the three years they've been in the league lamar has the better track record overall the trend after the past 16 games might have been a little more on josh allen's side so I do think Lamar deserves and will get as much, if not more money than Josh Allen. It's just will be interesting. I actually could see the rate like Lamar is the guy, obviously. I could see them opting for like four or five years and more money uh, APY. But I don't see them Ooh, going nice like term, the, nice, nice term, nice <laughs> term right there. <laughs> Thank you. I don't see them going like an eight or, <clears throat> or 10 years like Mahomes. I, it's just I don't foresee the Ravens making a decision like that. Um, and then there's the Baker conversation. Where does Baker land? The last time a AFC North quarterback was in this situation was Joe Flacco. He was in a contract year. He opted not to extend. And when that's QB, went- that's QB two Joe Flacco to you. We'll say there's been rumors. There's been rumors. <laughs> there's been reports. Uh, he opted to play it out and he got a four year, $120 million deal, which now looking at that was like, peanuts because the way quarterbacks get paid but he bet on himself it feels like the browns would actually prefer baker to bet on himself i don't see them going a separate way after the season i just think they could save a lot of money if he were to not perform up to expectations 
And if he overperforms and wins them a Super Bowl, then I'm sure the entire city of Cleveland will give Baker Mayfield way more than hundreds of millions of dollars. Key to the city, everyone's deed on their house, all you can eat, everything. Like he would be, he would get a statue, the whole deal. That's so, what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I think Baker, Baker out of all these, what was it, 2016 quarterback class? 2018. 2018, time flies. Um, I think Baker has the most leverage in a, in a contract negotiation, not from a football standpoint. If you're Baker Mayfield, you can go into that negotiating room with your agent and you can bring that infamous jersey of quarterbacks, <laughs> of every name of quarterbacks for the Browns in the last 20 minutes, 20 years, and go, look at this shit. I went to the playoffs. I don't care how many interceptions I've thrown, what my completion percentage is. Look what you guys have gone through and look what I did. And I think that's the biggest negotiating factor for Baker and why he probably should be paid the highest out of that quarterback class. But it's like every single time, like if I'm Eric LaCosta, is that, is he still in town? LaCosta, yeah. yeah. I'm going to call him LaCosta. If I'm Eric LaCosta, (laughs) like in that notification from uh, Schefter pops up on my phone, bills have paid Josh Allen. I'm like, damn it. Like, it's always the next man up. Like, that's why I don't understand. The second that you know, like the Ravens, when did Lamar earn his contract after his MVP year, right? The second you know that he's your guy, if you're an NFL GM, you pounce on it. Yeah. Because it's always the next man up. Like, I assume Josh Allen, take out Mahomes and maybe take out Watson, is probably the highest paid quarterback in the NFL now based on a guaranteed money. Lamar's got for six years with 150 guaranteed Eagles. But Thank you. I actually, you know, it's a good thing for the Ravens. Josh Allen can say that he went to an AFC championship. LaCosta can look Lamar in the eye and say, you're not doing this. You lost a 0.00% chance game. You're not doing it. Like Maybe Lamar takes a discount and it's always, is Lamar a team friendly guy? He he is like he's said a million times. That's based all he off, cares based about. Based off what Ga- gas station photos with Hollywood Brown? No, he said a million times. All I care about is winning a Super Bowl. All I care about is winning a Super Bowl. I don't care about the contract <laughs> stuff. Like he's openly said, I do not care about the contract stuff. I'm gonna sign here. You have to get what you're worth. Obviously, like it's it's life changing. It's generational changing money. It's an incredible opportunity and and get paid 150 million guaranteed. Like. You're telling me Josh Allen's bank account just got hit with 150 mil or that like still gets paid over six years, but it doesn't matter what he does over six years. Regardless, God damn, that's cash. I would Um, actually, I would think that, and maybe this is me trying to play GM again, but in the NFL specifically, unless you know right away that your quarterback that you have is going to be every year, year in and year out, a top five quarterback, he could be really, really good but not be a top five quarterback and teams still pay those guys, right? Jared Goff was really good for a little bit, not a top five quarterback. Carson Wentz was really good for a little bit, not a top 30 quarterback. Dak (laughs) Prescott really good for a little bit borders the top five. I would argue that when you have to come to time where you have to pay your franchise quarterback, it's like, maybe we just ride out the rookie contract, build around this rookie talent. That's amazing. And then move on to the next. Because the second that you pay your guy, you're cap strung for years. And you can find an average quarter, not an average, a, above average quarterback that doesn't warrant $150 million guaranteed and just build out the roster around him. I think that is kind of the way that GM should move. 
And I, I, I promise you they're not taking my advice. But that's just what I'm thinking. Like, if you know that your guy is a Russell Wilson, an Aaron Rodgers, a Patrick Mahomes, uh, Jalen Hurts, then, then you pay your guy. But if he's not, and he's like a top 10. But see, that's the thing, Abe. Like, to your point, Russell Wilson, he's top 5, top 10. And they have not been good since he got paid. They lost That's the Legion that, yeah. of Boom. Yeah, You're preaching like, to the choir. No, there's there's definitely a, a thought process there. On the flip side, if you don't pay the Tom Brady's of the world, the Peyton Manning's of the, of the world, for two decades, you miss out on football greatness, right? You um, miss out on expectations, which isn't the worst thing. That's not the worst thing. All right, stock up, stock down. First stock up for me. The Knicks are back. I'm watching a little summer league while we're recording this. Emmanuel quickly headed to the line. 92% for the line last season. Um, Summer league is back. Top shot is in Vegas. I'm heading out there for summer league. And I told you, check your schedule. Come through if you you can. Me and Vegas have a love-hate relationship. You know what? Let's just tell a story. I went to Vegas senior year of college with 20 of my buddies from school. Um, you know how, and please only listen to this if you're 21 and older, you know how, when you, when you gamble, Jack, you've been in a casino once or twice, you go up, you go down. It's a roller coaster. You usually end down, but there's highs, there's lows. When I went to Vegas, I, uh, I budgeted how much I wanted to spend on this, how much I wanted to spend on that and how much I was willing to lose on gambling. And I saw you send out a tweet yesterday, like NFTs are confusing. Do your research and don't invest more than you're willing to lose. And I did that. I I budgeted out how much I was willing to lose. Now, I didn't think I would lose all of that. Spoiler, I did. But it wasn't even like an up and down roller coaster where I ended down. We started at the top. We took a ski down a double black diamond all the way to the bottom. I actually don't think when I went to Vegas and my, my game of choice was blackjack, I won a single hand. I don't think there was a single time where I was up money or doing anything well. That is where I lost my love for casinos, which is a good thing. I'm just not a casino gambler. I'm not a card gambler. I, I, I do love underdog fantasy, and that's really what I stick to. That's when a game of skill, of, by the way, not correct, gambling. Cor- correct. And your plums. But – um. But then I think I'm a natural born competitor. Who am I? I'm not Abe Granoff if I just say Vegas wins. I think I need revenge. Come through. Come What's through. What's your casino game of choice? Craps. Have you, you ever played a, craps you, with yeah. us? Yeah. First time I ever played. First off, if you want to look up how to play craps, don't. Just go play. Don't say the word seven and just yell when everyone else yells. <laughs> that's that's how you play craps. That that is accurate, but um, uh, you can't play craps just like by yourself. No, nah, no, nah, you, 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 you play with the squad. Of course, of course. I'm a big roulette, red, black, odd, even. <laughs> so you just play them all? Like what's? The- no, 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 no. I like I don't put on numbers. I just guess on everything. Oh, time. gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. the rule number one rule of roulette in this house, at least, you know how when you play roulette, you look and it's like, oh, it was five blacks in a row. Mm-hmm. It's got to be red. Yeah. Never look at that board. Yeah, no, just, that's what do your plums tell you or your lady plums and just send it. Put your chips wherever they tell you to. Don't look at that. Facts. That's my strategy in roulette. All right, give me your stock up. My first stock up is Philadelphia. 
obviously the Philadelphia Phillies have been pushing on winners of nine in a row, sweep the Mets, take the lead in the division. Um, we might get playoff baseball in Philadelphia and I haven't had that in years, but the Phillies are charging. Maybe you come for the Dodgers series this week, but what if I told you that Philadelphia Jack is a vacation destination to that? You would say based on what Dwight Howard went from the Sixers back to the Lakers. And he said in his press conference that I'm home. I just went on vacation last year, Mm. Philadelphia, you see this brick parking lot I'm looking at right now? After this episode, I might just put a beach chair out there. <laughs> this city is a vacation destination. And Damian Lillard, you're due for a vacation. That's true. I guess a Tokyo f- was work and Philly can be vacation. A four-year vacation. And how about this? What if I told you you can get paid to go on vacation? That would be nice. $200 million to go on vacation? You just have to... uh Pretend that you like liquid cheese, <laughs> and uh, and you should fit in just fine. But Dwight Howard calling Philadelphia a vacation actually made me feel good about myself. Yeah. And the, and the Phillies are charging on vacation, baby. So stock up, Philadelphia. Stock up number two. I have Top Shot is pumping. We talked about Top Shot earlier. It's hype right now. It's fun. And when I went to the card show, I realized, you know, I own some moments. We own some moments that – you would just never be able to like when you look at the richest people in the world and you're like, wow, they have that crazy car, right? Us. <laughs> when you, they have that crazy car that I'll literally never be able to own. Like it's a one of what like, and I'm like, wow, I, we might own that if top shot pans out and now it's pumping and now I'm, I'm back in, I'm ready to go. So stock up number two, top shot. There you go. Stock up. Number two for me is the snapback bump. It's been a while, right? It's been a while. CJ McCollum, the new Mm. NBA Players Association president. And I wanted to talk about that position. I was class president in high school. I think you knew that. I didn't do shit. Literally did nothing. And I can only think, like, once the CBA gets signed, what is CJ McCollum doing? You know? Is there a vote? Who voted? the one the one thing that the players association did recently was all that stuff down in Orlando, you know, with the bubble and then the Black Lives Matter situation. Ah, uh, yes, you hire a president just in case there's a global pandemic. <laughs> yes, it is the reserve president in case. I would like pandemic. I would like to know what CJ McCollum and big fan of CJ because he's obviously the pod. I would love to know what experience he has in pandemics. I'm I when I saw it now CJ had you know not his best season and there's rumors about blowing up Portland and where his future may lie and he should be in the in the league over the next four years but I was like when I saw that he's from 21 to 25 like hypothetically he just like falls off a cliff which is probably impossible are you, due, are to, you, the bump. due to the bump impossible but hypothetically no, you were referring to a you were referring to like a Max Kellerman, Tom Brady cliff, not like a physical cliff. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm referring to he's no longer good at basketball in three years. And three years is a long time. Like, think about Ben Simmons was the next LeBron. Now he can't be traded for a bag of Skittles. CJ, let's just say, like, his basketball skills go on him, right? Um, I don't foresee it happening. But I was curious, like, do they pick a player that they're like, (laughs) we know they're going to be relevant over the next four or five years? Because – 
when they picked Chris Paul, he was probably like in his prime, but there were some years where CP was like, Oh, is he headed towards the end of his career? Not that relevant. Like, do you have to be a good player in the league no. to be NBA PA? No. You know why? Because you know who the vice president is to CJ McCollum? Don't say Jared Dudley. It's Grant Williams of the Boston really? Celtics. Really? I think him. they just I think they just what do you mean good for him? That's like I don't know. If we're talking about if we're talking about what the president does and we can't really come up with things and the best we can do is they take care of global pandemics, what the fuck does the vice president do? <laughs> Like Do I they promise get paid? you, I promise you the way that they got this job is there was like an e- a, a, an email that got sent out and like Grant Williams said, yeah, I mean I'll do it. Like there was no vote. Yeah, I promise you, Grant Williams isn't that loved. Do you think it's tough to get cut when you're the the Players Association vice president? I think you can just like look whoever cut you in the eye and be like, all right, I'll see you at the next CBA meeting. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, but that's just like a fake position. Facts. Stock down number one, the Phoenix Suns. Not only do they steal my boy Chris Paul and give him a terrible contract that's going to put them in, not cap hell, but just a bad deal at the end of the day. Uh, They sign Alfred Payton. Oh, man. You go from the NBA Finals to paying Alfred Payton's biweekly salary, biweekly paycheck, direct deposit to Alfred Payton. If that guy is on the roster night one, after they paid campaign to like what? I don't care if he's on a minimum deal. That is the worst basketball player in the association. Stock down to the Suns for that. Are you, is your relationship with Alfred Payton like you would like, like if he started like actually contributing and playing, like, all right, let's say hell freezes over and he starts like actually contributing, giving the Suns good minutes. Like, would you be sick about it? Like rooting against him? Like I am Carson Wentz. There's just, there's no scenario that he does that. Okay. There's, there's a scenario where Wentz could be good. There's no nope. scenario. Nope. where There is. There's not. There's zero I scenario. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how good you can be when you're out five to 12 weeks, which is just the most Carson Wentz timeline of all time. Yeah. Carson Wentz has a foot injury. will return anytime between fall and summer. <laughs> Stay they did. They did put Quinn Nelson on the same timeline, but. Um, you would imagine Nelson will be back in five and Wentz will be back in 14 for some reason. But yes, stock down to the Suns. Stock down number one for me, Joe Judge. You could have seen this coming. There's a big fight at Giants practice last week. Um, he makes his players run sprints, do push-ups, this, that. Joe, these are not high school kids. Like They're getting paid millions of dollars. They don't like care about what you say really let alone okay maybe other people like uh a harbaugh or any other good coach and andy reed of sorts like they have a voice you've been here for a a week and a half and you're already being trying to be the hard a big hardo they had an offensive lineman retire because of joe judge saying he was trying to be the toughest guy in the room i don't think that's the way to go and the reason i say that well, I guess this isn't a good comparison considering that Ted Lasso and AFC Richmond went to relegation, but Ted Lasso's a player's coach. Nick Sirianni's a player's coach. Nick all Sirianni. They're ta- all they're talking about is how much they love their coach. Like, if you're a new coach in the NFL, you got to earn your stripes. They're, and, and the, the Lions coach is doing it, though, and people are loving that. Well, he, like, promotes fighting. Yeah. Like, he wants them to fight. Correct. Joe Judge is making... 
10-year veterans run sprints at practice. At what age do sprints, like, stop and suicides? Like, when I played travel basketball when I was a kid, suicides was, like, an everyday practice thing. Yeah. And I think as you grow older, it's, like, you only do it if, like, you fuck up maybe or it's, like, an end of practice thing. Like, hit three free throws or everyone on the line. I feel like that type of stuff, like, punishments, like, aren't a thing in professional sports. What, at what age does that stop? Yeah, probably after college. The culture, he's trying to change the culture, though. I don't I don't have a problem with it. I don't know if it'll work, but I don't have a problem that he's attempting to do it. Um, Emmanuel quickly for three. Stockdown number two. Twitter's translate button. So our boy. I think I would argue this is a stock up. <laughs> that's true, too. Our boy Evan Fournier, uh, tough loss to the U.S. in the finals. That was Team Knicks, by the way. Nidalekina got in there. He had a big three late. Fournier thought he was Dame and tried shooting an off-balance three. That- I saw a photo on Twitter of uh, Frank dunking, and Katie was at the elbow watching him dunk, and someone wrote, oh, my God, Frank dunked over KD. <laughs> <laughs> you found your way onto Nick's Twitter over the weekend. Congratulations. No, not over the no, – Frank, because- Frank Hive Twitter. Frank Hive Twitter. Uh, but 48 tweeted out in French, should I keep my number 94? Yes or no. When I play for the Knicks, Twitter translated it. Should I fart 94 for the Knicks next season? The answer to both questions is no. My guy, if we are paying you 18 mil a year, you can't rock 94. That's not a thing. Pick if 10. You're rocking 90, if you're rocking 94, I'm sorry, but you're playing defensive line. Yeah. I mean, I guess Taj Gibson did rock like 67 last year. I don't know. Fuck it. Take 94. Just put the ball in the basket. That's all I care about. Well, actually, Evan Fournier rocking 94 and playing defensive end. You saw Luca's numbers when he was guarded by Evan Fournier in the in the semifinal game, 5 of 18. We're going to have to talk about elimination game, Luca, at some point. At some point it's in early. time. It's early. But it's it's early. But we're going to have to talk. But, yeah, go for 94. But I would argue that's a stock up for Twitter Translate. Facts. And Evan, the answer to your question is no. <laughs> Plain, just do 20 or something. You're Evan Fournier. Like, you don't need to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. No one gives a shit about you. Yeah. My uh, my second stock down is James Harden, Luca, Trey Young, anyone who's a bitch. <laughs> the NBA is finally changing that. And Steph Curry. The NBA is finally changing the rule where you can't, like, jump into someone and get an offensive foul. And had they done this four months ago, the Philadelphia Sixers are your NBA champions. Well, you would have had to gone through the Knicks, but I it quickly does use a lot of those moves. So maybe you could take that. Yeah. I think the advantage is when your guard doesn't look at the basket, then they're not going to get called for any of those. Precisely. Offenses. Yeah, exactly. Good call. Good call. Booker, Chris Paul, they would have had problems. Maybe the Bucks. I feel like they played pretty straight up. I don't know how many fouls they try to draw, but yeah, that's going to be a fun adjustment. And you see it coming off the summer of FIBA basketball where the refs let a lot more go. You can be more physical. And honestly, it's a way more entertaining brand of basketball to watch. I'm curious to see how the players react. Naturally, I'm sure a lot of those moves will still be in their system. They'll have to get them out. Uh, but the I, I don't hate it. The drawing a three and jumping eight feet. It's annoying. Forward, yeah. It's annoying. I, I'm glad they made that move. And it's going to be fun when like they people just by muscle memory continue to do it. Yeah. And they don't get the calls. But I do think you'll still see occurrences where it is called. In, to which I say, why not fire every NBA ref? 
like Zach Zarba and just hire all the feeble ones. That's it. They're just trained. Okay. They're trained not to call it. Yeah, another feeble rule that Draymond took advantage of was hitting the ball off the rim. I kind of like that rule too. It's more of like gamesmanship than like really affects the the sport itself. Um, it takes a high IQ play most of the time, but I like the feeble rules a lot. It was it was more fun to watch. It was speaking lower scoring. Of, uh, yeah, speaking of high IQ plays, I saw your tweet about the pickup player that claps pretending he's on your team. That's a high IQ play. No, but it's I, not. What, no, that's a yeah. scumbag play. Maybe you should know your teammates. Well, that that was what I said. That's why in pickup, that is the worst type of person because everyone's wearing a gray shirt. Everyone doesn't know each other. You just met everyone. If we're in a league, like an organized league where there's jerseys and I'm orange and you're blue and I pass it you, maybe, maybe I'll be okay with it. I just think it's the lame because – Nine times out of ten, it's because you're late getting back on defense. Like you're just cherry picking. It's I hate it. I hate it. And I like did, it, did you get did you get got today? No, I didn't. I didn't even get got. I just he tried doing it to someone else. I'm like, stop that shit. Like it's lame. It's just a lame way of playing. But you saw my other high, tweet. high IQ play. You saw my other tweet that I was playing pickup Saturday. So I sign up for hoops on Friday night. It gets canceled due to low attendance. There are two spots that need to be filled out of 15. Apparently, you can't go with 13. I don't know. Gets canceled Friday night. Saturday morning, I go, and the game lasts 20 minutes. One guy pushes a guy. One guy tells him to shut up, and then both get ejected from pickup basketball. Like, it's organized. There's pickup. refs? No, it's like there's a guy who checks everyone in. Like, you got to pay 10 oh, bucks. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a narc. Yeah, yeah. No, but like everyone else was like, yeah, get him out of here. He's just being annoying. So then the game gets canceled after 20 minutes. Then I had pickup booked for this morning. It got canceled, but then I rebooked. So it was a tough weekend of pickup, but I did hit three threes in a game and people were like, oh, he's a shooter. Get out to the shooter. It's crazy. Mm, we're hooping in Vegas. Bands. We're hooping in Vegas, by the way. So check the schedule. All right, fam, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, just a little check-in on the NFL and... Our boy Eagleson is back. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. NFL Cowboys Steelers Hall of Fame game. We didn't talk about this, right? Yeah, we recorded Thursday, Wednesday morning, and the game was Thursday night. It was a terrible game. Football's back. How are you feeling? Like, are you hype about that? Do you like preseason? What's your vibe? Couple takeaways from Thursday night's game: one, the Cowboys lost, stock up; two, the game sucked, stock down; three, holy shit, do I hate single-digit numbers? Mm. I, granted, I don't know half the third, all the third stringers on every team in the NFL, but my brain was struggling. Like, I'm thinking like special teams are out there and stuff, like. I do not like the single digits, but so that messed with my brain, but you know what didn't mess with my brain? Just, I wasn't listening to the game with volume, but just seeing live football on the screen, put an absolute smile on my face. Yeah. It's hype. It's fun. College football is back in a few weeks. Texas last year in the SEC, SEC, Penn state. Don't you have three more years in the big, nah, we're going to get out of the, out of the deal. It's, it's big money, big money. Um, but yeah, I was hyped to see that. Um, 
I'm ready. I'm ready for the season. I think the Ravens are set for a fantastic year. I'm happy fans are going to get back Ooh, into the stadium. Sounds like expectations. We do have high expectations this season, and we're going to pay our Super- quarterback like forty. You would million. say, yeah, you would probably say this year is Super Bowl or bust, right? Um, this or next, but oh, you're such a bitch. Why? How do you? Have the MVP a few years ago, go 14 and two. You make the playoffs last year. You still have your quarterback and you don't say it's Super Bowl or bust. Oh, oh, it's a, sorry. I thought you were saying like, if we don't win it this year, then like we're blowing it up the whole thing. No, if you don't yeah, win it no, this year, ex- that means you had a bad year. Yeah. Expectation wise, definitely Super Bowl or bust, which I like. I'd rather it be that way than I, I like, I like it too, honestly, for the Ravens. Okay. I know. We're, my we both like for it. The Eagles. We both like it. Um, when you win, when you win. When you win Super Bowls recently, it's Super Bowl or bust. So. Recently, you said time flies 2018 draft class, but that was when you guys won the Super Bowl. So I'm just, yeah, I just want some consistency, please, sir. Order of consistency over here for me. Um, all right, fam. Uh, we're, we're, we're all out of that tonight. <laughs> all right. We can have, we can give you the bias special medium rare. Fam. Uh, so we are head. I mean, we're almost. We're already a week through August. This year is flying, um, but we're going to do some stuff as we do every August. We do a fantasy draft with the fam. So on underdog, we'll be doing that. And then we're bringing back Monday mailbag over the next few weeks. So if you're interested, text the word podcast to 443-383-4140. It's our text service that we use. And we'll be able to it's answer. Jack's, it's Jack's personal phone number. Yeah, it's my person. It's Abe's line. I actually should just give out your phone number and you can deal with everyone. But text the word podcast 443-383-4140. And you'll get your Monday mailbag questions answered. And then you'll be at the front of the line for when we do our annual fam podcast. And with that being said, Eagleson, you can pop in here. Eagleson was on the OG fam podcast. He came on, asked some dumbass question about our thoughts on the Dolphins. Obviously, they were going to suck. That's how we responded. He, you know, he was very nice. He said, How can I help out? But you weren't here, Eagleson. And Abe has put you on the hot seat given your most recent uh, vacation. Abe's a work hard, play hard type of guy. So, um, no, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with vacation. It's just. You know, sometimes it's next man up. Like if, if if we have a fan podcast and someone shows up and puts on, like it's a business. That's what they say about sports. And Andrew, I love you to death, but it's a business. Yeah. So no, no Dwayne Wade treatment for him. Like no, we're not <laughs> oh, paying no. you thirty mil a year just because you've been loyal for the last ten. Years. You are you are far from the Udonis Haslam of this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Eagleson. When you first came on that that live show, mm-hmm. were you nervous? Yes. Yeah, you were. Yeah. No, definitely. And I thought there was no shot that, like, my name actually gets picked, right? Like, you're pretty much just picking from a hat. And I was just sitting there in my Dolphins jersey, and I hear my name. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. And then went on and asked a few Dolphins questions. And Do you remember what the questions were? Was it just general, like, how do you think the Dolphins are going to be this season? Yeah, I believe shit. so. We talked we about Jakeem Grant. Shit and he said... We said if they're going to be shit, and Andrew says, "All right, dope. Can I have a job?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Dean came on, and we talked with him for a little bit. Right, right, right. Yep. 
Okay. All right. I mean, if you're if you're in a conversation with me, Jack Dean, chances are we're gonna like you just because <laughs> of the other people in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just restructured. In case anyone missed it, Xavier Howard is staying mm-hmm. in Miami in the big three one three one five three one zero three zero six. 306. 305, 305, 305 306, and 306 maybe. Like that. yeah. Xavier Stang, um, mm-hmm. I, that's big for you guys. I'll, I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt there. Um, you were, were you hating on Xavier? I feel like last time. Bef- yeah, when, when all after his trade request came out, I wasn't happy about it, but I did understand. I wanted to know more about like where the team was coming from and like what they had offered him. And after seeing more of that. I was a little bit more on his side, and then seeing how he handled it and how the like, greatest it all wor- handling of all time. Hey, yes. you know what? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him after like it's finished. Like he went to practice, he was still participating, he did did everything right, and they were civil and they figured out a deal. So it like it so works for everyone. They haven't disclosed the terms yet, right? He got yeah, he got a. I think he's making a little bit more than Byron now. He had he cared about. Yeah, <laughs> he has a bunch of incentives, which I was fine with the whole way. Like, if it's anything based on your play, then sure, you should be paid more. Um, yeah. There was a little like more guaranteed money, which I was also fine with. And he also wants to restructure after next year in case he plays better and wants more money. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, you're happy with this. Yeah, you know what? He's like one of the best corners in the league. You can't really be upset about it. It's a win-win for everyone. Okay. You think he texted Byron Maxwell like <clears throat> Byron Jones? LOL. Byron Jones. You're Byron, you have Byron. the shitty Byron. No, had and he was dog shit. <laughs> um, you think he just texted him like LOL? Suck it. <laughs> I mean, like he, he and a reporter asked Byron Jones like at a press conference, and he just said like I get it. Like X wants to make his money. Like I don't really want anything to do with this, but like I get where he's coming from. That was the extent that we kind of heard from him. Like like Byron Jones wasn't gonna come out and be like, you know what, Dolphins, cut my paycheck and give him a little <laughs> yeah. more than me. Like he doesn't care. Yeah. Like he's getting paid. We're all getting paid. The only people not getting paid out here is apparently us. Um, Eagles and Lamar. And Lamar. Eagleson, how was your trip? It was solid. You know, just a week out there in the bush, kind of. It was it, it was nice. The what? Ex- excuse The where? The, oh, you guys don't say that, do you? Say what? Like, you, I don't like, know like what you, you said. Li- you, lived, you lived in a piece of shrubbery for a week? <laughs> no, like, that's, that, the that, that's the thing people, like, if you go out, like, not into, like, the forest, but, like, out camping or something like that, let's say you're in the bush. I'm cool with that. That's wild. No, that's like the like the wilderness. Yeah, like the wilderness, the bush. You wouldn't just say we went camping, or you didn't go camping. It wasn't actually camping, too. That's right, the thing. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to say that. We're out in the bush, and that has nothing. I feel like you should say the bush is. You could say that, I guess. You wouldn't though. But this is another I terrible wouldn't. suggestion. <laughs> um, what did you have anything else for us? Dolphins hockey trip life yeah i mean cfl's back on you guys need to come through canada's opening their borders All right, snap back fam. <laughs> red blacks beat the elks last night opening night they did open their borders and eagle Sim was like yeah come up o's jays um <laughs> I, I can't jack what what jack what is the farthest was that distance? not you guys who suggested it first and we're like checking the schedule that it did happen but Jack, how much would I have to pay you to travel international waters to watch the Baltimore Orioles play nine innings of baseball? A lot. Uh, truthfully, a lot. Um, but I, we do want to see Eagleson. 
Are they allowed in our country or we're only allowed in theirs? I have both my shots. I feel like I should be good. I just on the way back. I don't know like what the quarantine situation right, is. Actually, right. I, I think I'm okay now. I don't okay. know. They keep changing All the rules. Right. Well, we got to get something. I don't know. I wait, do wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Um, we play the Dolphins in Miami this season. Yes. Abe, do you fancy a trip to Miami? I don't want to root for either of those teams. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just at live I'll, all I'll, weekend. I'll, I'll, come, I'll come to Miami. I'll come to Miami, but I don't want to go to the game. <laughs> it's yeah. on a Thursday night, so we fly in Thursday. Get the game I'll out of there, the way. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there Friday. Friday. Okay, perfect. All right, Eagleson, how long is that flight? Maybe I'll That's just fly like, the game. It's it's three hours. Okay. That's not Wait, bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you hold know? the phone. Cap, hold the phone. Hold the phone. It, what do you mean? It's not as far as you'd think, though, but it is more It's than not as far as I think. That's not what I And planes are say. getting faster. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I feel like that should just always be a thing. Yeah. But anyway, so Eagleson will travel to another country on the other side of the country, let alone the bottom of the country, in a quicker amount of time that he can go see his favorite team. Mm. Like, like, go see the Leafs, you mean? Yeah, it takes you five hours to go watch well, them. Well, if I'm driving it's there, like, if I fly there, I can be there in 45 minutes. <laughs> you have to fly to go see, like, can you get a flight to, like, go see a Maple Leafs game? Yeah, pe- go to people the fly to Toronto all the time. You have to fly every time you want to. I'll no, we can drive. Like, it's not that bad. It's five Abe, hours. he's willing to change countries. You, you. Growing up, you would go from state to state just to see any team in Philly. Same, same. Yeah, well, I have a disease. (laughs) Well, Eagleson's got that Dolphins flu. I don't know if he'll be as interested in flying all the way down when we're like 10 and 2 and they're 4 and 8 at that point. Wait, what what week is it? It's November 12th, so it's like week 10 or something. Oh, I'm I'm down. All right. Yeah, I... What's and it's on Thursday like night. Yeah, Thursday night football. Okay. And your dad's a Dolphins fan, right? Yep, hardcore. And you're what, 17 now? Yep. You know the drinking age is 21 in America. Yeah. Is it 21 in every state? <laughs> yes. yes. That's <laughs> tough. Why do they do that to you guys? 21? I don't know. I'm 25. Yeah. So. <laughs> Does it affect <laughs> us anymore, fortunately? But it is, it is a thing. Um, all right. Eagleson, final thoughts? I got nothing. Hope to see you guys week 10 in Miami, I guess. All right. Abe? Hope to see you Friday after week 10 in Miami. <laughs> Snapback fam, much love. Peace.